Radio. Hear me out, hear me out. Hear me out, hear me out. I just, I just keep doing dumb things sometimes because I like it. It's here me out with Daniel O'Mara, ladies and gentlemen, on this beautiful Saturday morning. Thank you for staying with me. Um, it means a lot, you know, yeah, for us who have abandonment issues. It's really nice that you didn't run. Nah, I'm just kidding. It's good to have you guys here. Today on the show, I would like to ask a question, a very important question. It was coined by a Chinese philosopher named Ji Wangtong in 1850 something mm-hmm. i don't know um he said which essentially according to my translation means who's your daddy it's a very important question who's your daddy not who's your zadze who's your daddy as in your actual faja like <laughs> the, the, the the one who gave birth to you hmm? it's important to know this thing because there's been an argument going around in regards to um, fatherhood and people raising children that are not theirs. Men raising children that are not theirs. And in an article from Life Science in 2021 said, um, surprise, one in 25 dads are not the real father. Now, of course, this article was first published 15 years ago, so the statistics may have varied a bit. However, uh, the 4% is a compromise between people who say it may go as high as 30% in the various studies, but most researchers believe it's less than 10%. May not seem like a cause for alarm, right? I mean, it's only 1 in 25 men who find out they're raising a child that's not theirs. Doesn't seem like a cause for alarm. However, of late, there's been this whole issue of uh, mandatory <laughs> DNA tests after birth, right? It's, it's been an ongoing discussion. A very interesting one. And uh, because a lot more men are starting to find out that they are not the father of the child they are raising or spending on. And uh, the figures have gone up significantly. Not in necessarily in regards to fatherhood, but more in paternity testing in the United States. The rates have gone up significantly. I don't have the UG statistics, but this has become a more popular conversation here as well of late. Because uh, men are slowly starting to find out, hey, you're raising someone else's kid. I mean, your name is Ilakut, but boy looks like Sechitoleko. I, I don't mean to tribal profile, but some kids just don't look like certain tribes. You you get. It's like, would you look at Navio's kid and think it was a West Nile? No. It, it, it's just sometimes they just don't look the way they look. And it is said, <laughs> okay, they just don't look like you at all. So it's said that the paternity testing rates have doubled to 310,000 between 91 and 2001. That's annually. So it is, um, the rate has gone up. Before that, it was about 150,000. But in a span of 10 years, it had doubled because more questions were being asked. The rate of promiscuity has gone up. Uh, the mailman and all those porn videos you watch where the, the plumber comes home to fix the pipes. I, you know, fix a pipe. I think that's more like it. They turn out to be true. And sometimes, yeah, well, women are going to have kids with other guys and then pin it on the man who can take care of them. Is this right? No. So the mandatory DNA testing has become a thing. Guys are actually pushing for it. Men are like, you know what? 
uh, prenatal, postnatal, prenup, and mandatory DNA test. That's the list now. The, the list has gone up. Of course, HIV tests naturally, and then those tests you do to confirm that you don't have any genetic diseases that may be passed on to the kid, like stupidity. I think we need parents doing IQ tests as well before they even think of getting pregnant. We need to know how dumb the next generation is going to be. I'm not lying, because we're in a generation right now that cares more for feelings than they actually do for facts. Natural selection is going to wipe us out if we don't check some of these things early. But back to the DNA testing. Um, it has become a big deal in courts, right? Especially with custody battles and all these things. And the sad part is, you really don't know you're raising someone's kid until you're breaking up. Like you've been with someone for five years and all of a sudden it's, I don't even like you anymore. I haven't had an argument in a while. I don't know how these things go. Even the, the, the rice you cook is bad and she's like, oh, this is not even your son. You're like, what? And uh, shock on you, bruv. You've raised a five-year-old, spent five years raising that kid. Tuition is expensive. And you find out the kid isn't yours. Some people have gone as far as 10. I, know, I knew a dude who found out when the boy was 15. I don't know why these are in multiples of five. I have no idea. But that's how it works, apparently. It's like how Boda Boda's always fall in the trench after an accident. It's like they know where to go. So... This has been happening a lot more. One in 25 may not sound like a lot, but think about it this way. If it was, uh, you know, 25 million, that would be 1 million men raising kids that are not theirs. That's a viral video on TikTok. <laughs> 1 million views. So the statistic does count in a way. So if, if let's say the population of men currently is 2.5 billion let's say let's uh put it somewhere there or three billion that would still be uh, yo that's that's a, the math has failed me but that's a lot that's a lot of people and it's a cause for alarm but there is resistance in regards to um the whole mandatory dna test thing people don't like it especially women don't like it they're like we really really do not like this idea it shows a certain degree of mistrust that you don't believe i am the actual mother of your kids and I understand entirely where the women are coming from. I, I, I understand where you're coming from. But this is also like a prenup. Imagine if, if, if man, you, you know how prenups work, right? Like you sign it and you say, hey, me, I'm, I'm keeping my stuff. You don't get anything. Even us, we feel weird when you say you're not going to sign a prenup. This, 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 is, this is like the middle ground. This is the two points where the two genders meet and they're like, okay. What's it going to be now, player? Me, personally, I don't care much for the DNA test because I have the dominant gene. I will know if a kid is mine. Big ass forehead, big cheeks, a big brain, very cute eyes. I don't know what happened as I grew older, but very cute, sexy eyes. I can identify my kids. I can know. I have nephews who look exactly like me. Like all the children in our family look like us. They look like at least one or two or three of us. So either <coughs> one of our siblings did something, but that's the farthest you can go with the accusation. You can't say it came from outside the family. You're sure it's a Pikuyuli kid, right? You're positive. So the DNA thing doesn't really bother me unless I find someone with dominant genes. You know those families where the baby just goes on to look like the mother entirely. That's the only way you're going to dodge the situation. Because when a kid is born, 
and the mom has the dominant gene, you can get away with people not knowing who the father is. Get, yeah, it's just the kids just look like me. You get. But if they are scary as the dominant gene, you're going to have a bit of a problem. When Muhanji's kid shows up looking like Anonen, there's going to be some issues. You get. There's, there's going to be a bit of a problem. Are the men wrong for wanting this? No. No, they are not. Because family court is really not in the favor of men. Divorce courts usually settle in favor of women. And at the end of the day, chances are you're still going to lose the kid if it's not yours or still be expected to take care of it. In France, for example, they say for the stability of the child, whether it's yours or not, as long as you have been the parent, you're the one who keeps taking care of the kid. Now, I personally have only raised nephews. I'm, I'm not a father yet. Uh, things are in production. But I know how much it would hurt for you to find out that this is not your child. Because one of the aspects men carry and hold so dear is the continuity of their legacy. And it's the same reason why people would have issues dating single moms. Because like I want to put my own baby in the oven and have it pop out, right? And it's one thing to take on someone else's child knowing very well that uh, this is another person's kid. This is someone else's baby mama. That's easy. But when you don't know, it hurts a whole lot more. Because think of all the guys who are infertile and don't know it. Like they actually, they're shooting blanks, but they have no idea because there's five kids there who all look like the wife. Those are the people I would advocate for. Those are the people who would want to know. Those are the people with, I think, trauma that needs resolving. And in this age of sexual liberation, where well, women have made it clear that they want to sleep around as much as men, which personally I think is a bad idea. You expect such things to happen, right? But I'm going to dwell a little more on that when I get back from the break. Stay tuned. It's Hear Me Out with Daniel O'Mara. RX Radio. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. And we are back. I was starting my sentence, then I also began to yawn a bit. Sorry. Sorry. A hangover. No, the show is not boring. Otherwise, I wouldn't be here. It's something else, okay? Hunger. I was supposed to get food from Pastor Senyonga, but the police said, no, Mara, <laughs> you're one of the able people. You can do this on your own. So thank you for that, Enanga. And I know where you live. I will find you. I'm Batman. Welcome back to the show. It's Daniel Omara on Hear Me Out. And uh, before we cut to the break, we are discussing mandatory paternity tests, right? DNA tests, sorry. DNA tests to determine the phasia of the child. And a statistic was popped up by a scientific journal that said um, one in 25 men, and this was, uh, what, 10 years ago? This was compiled between 91 and 2001. So the rates may have gone up. I'm still looking it up. And it, it says one in 25 at the time this was published. One in 25 men were raising a child that wasn't theirs. Now, we've all watched paternal courts, right? Those paternal court sessions on TV where people are discussing birth. Judge Judy wasn't one of them. There's another one actually called Paternity Court, if I'm not mistaken. And I've watched a couple of them. And I, 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 I always see the look on dudes' faces. Like, there's this shock of, oh my goodness, it's not mine. Now, first of all, let me say something about the guys who like let's say run away from parenting this is i don't know i have no respect for many who, who gets someone pregnant and then runs away right or there's there's no way i'm going side with you i mean take responsibility for your actions what did you think you are putting in there seed for a flat screen tv after nine months you are going to get what a decoder no it's a baby that's the result 
But we also admit the responsibility lies with the woman in taking care of and, uh, you know, baking the baby and giving birth to it. With that said, this can go wrong in uh, so many ways, especially in regards to this paternity thing, this this mandatory DNA test, because guys get crushed by this. They get crushed by the news that the child isn't theirs. I know a lot of people, and this is something I've been trying to address lately, a lot of people look at men as unfeeling machines. <laughs> it's That's how we are viewed by most of the world. Like, yeah, I know it will hurt, but it probably won't hurt him as much as it would hurt a woman. I've heard that said so many times. So when I see people arguing against mandatory DNA tests, I'm like, well, okay, this 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 may be necessary. Because before I went for the break, I was talking about the female sexual revolution and how one of the things women have made clear that we want to, you know, sleep around as much as men. We want to get laid with whoever we want to sleep with. And I'll just say this. It works differently for guys. It, it works a whole lot differently for guys when it comes to sleeping around. I don't condone it. Yet, a high body count is really not a sign of achievement. That's something women have also been tricked to believe. But as you get older, it's something you begin to acknowledge that it's just costly and financially ineffective if you're to make progress in life. You can't spend that much on every chick and be a rich man trying to get laid. It doesn't work. Your priorities have to shift. And... It's a tough process, right? There's there's so many arguments to put against sleeping around. There's the soul ties, which is the biblical argument. Whoever you sleep with somehow stays bound to you uh, spiritually, which is something you're going to have to try and break away from. But, uh, you know, apparently it's permanent. So, guys, if you, if you start having, like, cramps at some point in the month, you're probably, your soul is probably tied to someone who's having their period. It's That's the theory behind it from a spiritual perspective. Then, of course, there's the body count because apparently, hey, this, this is what I said. We, women lose value the more people they sleep with. This is how guys see it. This is how it's looked at. Why? Because you control access to the coochie. So, if you're freely giving away something that everybody wants, then naturally, according to, you know, basic market principle, uh, the value is going to drop a bit. Now, this sleeping around is, um, it ends in pregnancy sometimes sometimes not all the time i know there's lots of contraceptives but sometimes things make their way through i've heard of incidents where a baby is born and there's an iud stuck in the kid's hair as in the kid was just like you know what to hell with your plans and your principles i'm coming out that baby walking out like it's a closet very proud like hey see me and there's nothing you can do to stop it so you go you have a fling with your ex you have a boyfriend you can't tell him you slept around now the baby is born and you have to deal with it and you're trying to avoid a DNA test. Now, frankly, I'm going to say this before you all get mad. And if you do, yes, um, the only people who are scared of this, this mandatory DNA testing, are people who have something to hide. Yeah, because if you have nothing to hide, then I don't see why this should freak you out. I don't see why it should cause panic at all. I don't see why the DNA test being there. If you've been faithful and you know the kids you've given birth to, don't belong to a random stretch up who decided, yeah, me, I'm just here for the chow and then I'm out. Then you have nothing to fear. I mean, it's cutting the cost of you having to do it. I had an incident way back, uh, 2009, maybe 2008. I had a friend who was younger than me. I had a girl come over to his place on the Easter weekend. 
she showed up on Easter Monday in the morning. Hang out with this dude. You know, they they hung out. They were both teenagers, so of course uh, that was weird. I had no business in it, but when I when I got the story afterwards, it's like they hung out together and she left and went back to her home and when she was asked where she was the whole weekend, she she didn't tell them. She kept quiet about it. Then when she found out she was pregnant, she immediately pinned it on this dude and said I spent the weekend at his house. Now because people had seen her leave on Monday, everyone was like, "Yep, that's definitely him." So a DNA test had to be done because this guy's father was going wild about it. He's like, "Nah, bro, you you can't do this to me. I'm struggling to pay tuition and you're getting girls pregnant." So the suggestion was let the father pay for the DNA test. And if it's found out to be negative, because these things are expensive at the time, what what was it? Uh, five five hundred? It was it wasn't cheap. It's in the hundreds of thousands, Ugandan money, not not dollars. It wasn't cheap. So the plan was he takes care of the DNA test, everything, the testing, all the stuff, the counseling, blah blah blah. And if it's found out not to be the kid, as in they're going to pay for the child, the prenatal, the mother, take care of her, and when they find out. After the kid is born that is not his child, then the family of the girl is going to have to pay back three times what was spent on her and the baby. That was the deal. That was the deal pushed forward by the family and the girl ran away again. She fled the scene. Cuz she like, "Hey, hey, okay, okay, I am going to cost my family a lot of money." In the end, the real father had to be brought out, the one she was hiding, the one she was protecting, some dude in his 20s who was also like, "I didn't even know she was pregnant." You you damn you had a live chair. What did you expect? A parachute? So, the confidence that comes with these things of you standing your ground and saying, I know I am not the father. Oh, I know I am the father. Oh, I know. I, in fact, I know he is the father of my child. I am sure of it. There are weird scenarios though whereby twins can be born from two different fathers. Yeah, not identical. Because identical twins come from one embryo separating. You 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 get. But uh, like you could have sex with two different guys within the same time frame and get two ovaries fertilized and have two kids with two different fathers. Now that is a very messed up thing. But at the end of it all, the important lesson here and the one takeaway I get from it is you are sleeping around. And if it, it it's something you need to acknowledge. It's something you need to acknowledge. You you can't be saying, "Ooh, I can do whatever I want." If if you're getting, if you're sleeping around live and getting pregnant by two different people, homegirl, you may have to check yourself. I mean, we, we we all need to check ourselves if we're not using protection. In this generation, where STDs like there's new diseases coming up every day. Thank God it's going for our lungs. If COVID was sexually transmitted, there would be no humanity left. Because people are more concerned about masks than they are about condoms. It's weird. Yeah. So protect yourself, you know, take care of your stuff and if you know you're genuine, don't be freaking out about this. Don't be panicking. Mandatory DNA test shows you don't have faith in me. No, it shows that a system needs to be set up to protect guys from raising other people's kids because kids are expensive. And that responsibility should be given to the person who made the baby with you. Do you have a right to get angry if your partner decides, you know, mandatory DNA test as a woman? I think you probably do. But the system needs to be set up to take care of the men as well. And I I want you to understand that because a lot of guys have dealt with this. 
And they're also coming from a genuine place of wanting their own safety and not getting attached to another person's kid who may later be taken away by family court and they have no power completely as men. So it's better to find out in the beginning just so you know where you're ending up in the future. And if it's not yours, then you can either choose to stay and deal with it or walk away. I think that should be an option for men. And uh, all of you, not just the women, stay faithful to your partners because all this is chaos caused by infidelity. If you pick a person, chill with them. Don't be ducking around. Like, I wanted to say another word, but I have to censor it because, you know, it's radio. So try and be a decent human being. Be respectful of your partners. Stay loyal. And also, remember, doggy style is the COVID style. I'm Daniel Omar. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Enjoy your weekend, people. See you next Saturday. Yeah. All the hits. Let's go. Radio. Yeah.